Valley of Famine contains mature content and adult language. Check the show notes for specific content warnings. Hello and welcome listeners to the Rogue Valley Role Players Podcast. My name is Ben, I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick, and we are going to play another session of Valley of Famine. Once again, my name is Ben, I am the Marshal tonight, running the shindig, doing the things, all that good stuff. My name is Rosemary, and I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy, and I'm bad at math. Uh, this is Austin playing Harrod Graves, fatigued in game and over caffeinated out of game. This is Ed, and I'm keeping this intro short and lazy because I play a weird scientist named Daisy. Hello, I am Nick. I am playing Haru Matsuhara, the samurai who will kill Paul, my current love's former love, and make it all the more brutal. So I think we reconvene again back in Jacksonville. It's late at night, the end of this day. Haru and Rachel, you're just rolling in. Uh, We find Daisy and Harrod sitting at at a table inside the the sheriff's office. Ross has probably made Billy go home to get some rest and is sitting uh, at his desk uh, poring over some books and and maps and stuff. I think Rachel comes in her usual stomping way into the office. Mm-hmm. Whew, that was a long ride. Yes, quite. It was longer than I remembered. Did you find who you were looking for? We did. We did. Oh, good, because we flew around in circles around the valley. What? The weather seems to be keeping us locked in here. To be more specific, every time we tried to leave, the winds became just ridiculously strong. Well, that's a shame. It means it's going to take longer for word to reach out to those we want to get in touch with. I don't think word's going to make it anywhere. I think they've made sure of that. Do you understand what I'm saying, Rachel? I sent letters. I don't think they're going to make it. Mm, I have faith in the Postal Service. <laughs> the wind and snow, They're rain and wendigo. <laughs> I like that. Smash cut to the mailman getting disemboweled oh, and no. eaten by wendigo. You gotta it's, have faith, Harad. It's not just wind. It's something else. It's not natural. Yeah, I figure as much. Nothing about this is natural. It might be the good news that this word doesn't get out to everybody else, and what stays, what happens here, you know, stays here. <laughs> what happens what in the valley of famine stays in yeah. the valley of famine. <laughs> it does mean that we are very much on our own, save for those allies we've gathered here. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing Fitz again, and Gregory. I was looking forward to having the entire air brigade. In fact, I drew up plans for that. But it seems that those plans should go in the garbage. Look, we got one ship. I think you're giving up too easily. Write a letter, send it out. Maybe something will get through. Are the uh, are the trains no longer running? I feel like that was the thing we established last time, or something. They're having issues. They're having issues. Yeah. 
But they're still running, right? Trying. Yeah. Did the letters go out this morning? Were they able to get out? You don't know. Okay. I suppose my last hope is to send some sort of message along the railway. Do you think the Iron Dragon can carry at least a message out? It might, but due to the circumstances that we have encountered so far, I don't expect the trains to make it out very well either. Or to bring anyone back in. Well, if we don't try, no one certainly will ever come to help, so... I'm not saying don't try, I'm just... Be prepared for the worst of events. Go ahead and try. No sense giving up hope, though. We've all faced... Some pretty dire situations like this before. This ain't our final stand. Says Kane. Yes, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. Do you have any more of that moonshine, by chance? I do. Are you sure you want it? It's gonna, like, disintegrate your guts. I've made a concentrated effort to stop drinking, and I think that was a foolish decision. Alright, here you go. Make me a vigor roll. I need a good pickling. You don't need to make me a vigor roll. I know. <laughs> um, that's a seven. Oh. Uh, you choke it down, and it is, it is not pleasant. You're now a very unhappy person. <clears throat> Foul stuff. It's perfect. Uh-huh. You'll have to tell me. I can't taste it then. Kane, were you able to reach out to any of your old contacts? I had the same issues. I did send some letters the slow way, but... Folks I know are a long ways away from here. Y'all should go get some rest. You look like shit. Tomorrow's a new day. We'll face what comes, and we'll persevere. Yeah, Ari would go rack out. I think the same. I think Rachel is staying in the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Ross, may we speak privately? Sure. Yeah, it's a bit cold, but step out to the stable. Sure. You step out in the stable. Uh, it, it bears noting that uh, Flint's has been dark all day. There's been no business. People who've tried to go in have been turned away at the door by men with guns. I'm sure that's not bad. Uh, but Hera, do you go to the stables with Ross? Sheriff... I want to give you my perspective for a moment. I've lived a life where every single time I thought things couldn't be worse, they got worse. And every single time I thought I had everything figured out, it went to shit. And I have a feeling that this is going to be another one of those times that I won't live through it. And so I hear you in there speaking confidently about how this is just a I guess to you, another day of heroism. But all I see is guaranteed failure. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to use such few resources to fight this thing? I ain't never had the resources of the agency. So it's just been myself, my gun whatever friends I could gather. 
one way or another, just through pure damned obstinance, we always made it through, even when we failed. Sometimes, though, you have to be willing to make the hard choices to get through. You have to be willing to give up everything so that someone else gets to see the sunrise. I don't know if this is going to be one of those situations. I'll be honest. People are going to die. This is a gunfight like any other. And when the bullets start flying, all plans fall to pieces. Stand firm. Watch your friends' backs. In one way or another, we will get through this. All I've ever made are hard choices. I just want another choice. Lap doesn't always give us that opportunity. But you've got you've got friends, Herod. You've got people that are willing to stand shoulder to shoulder with you. There's something an old friend of mine once told me. You cannot kill hope. Have a good night. And Cain walks out into the night. So I'm assuming you go back to the uh, the claim for the night. Mm-hmm. I think Haru's gonna just in this in these days leading up to this, he's been just staying really close to Rachel. So, like, she's staying in the sheriff's office. He's falling asleep in the same spot he did before. Yep. The next morning, you wake up to no sky. Um, excuse me? <laughs> like, no, nothing's up there anymore? Nothing's up there. You wake up, and uh, you can see the light of day cresting over. You can see the sun rising over the mountains. But the sky above you is an empty, black expanse. People are kind of coming outside, looking around, staring up in horror. I shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) I don't acknowledge it. It'll go away. (laughs) Uh, What is going on? What? Where did the... Sky go. Are we dead? I mean, I have been, so I. D- yeah, you're definitely asking the wrong person. Well, you're still here. That must be a good sign. Is it? I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Can I see Lazarus? No. Okay. So first they take the land, then they boil the seas. <laughs> <laughs> Eternal night, it seems. Don't last forever. It's over the whole valley. Um, are you going to try and ride out to find that out? Sure, but she's going to do it very cautiously. Like first, she's like just going to open the door, shut the door. Then she's like going to open the door, like look over the sky, go holy fuck, and shut the door again. 
Then she's gonna like cautiously go out onto the front porch, like she's expecting to die at any moment. Mm-hmm. And then gradually she's gonna make her way to the stables, saddle up Oakley, convince Oakley to leave the stables. Yeah, Oakley don't want none of this. And now, then, mind you, the light levels are uh, appropriate to uh, early morning. Like it's it's not like it's this weird twilight out there. It's it's like there's this black empty sky above you, and that's about the only thing that's weird and wrong. That's still pretty weird and wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, like, holding on to things. Like, am I going to float away? Yeah, that's like, kind of what, what Rachel's doing. Like, when she makes her way to the stable, she's, like, gripping the railing. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, cloudy or anything. It's just black. It's just black. It's... I'm going to ride out and see if this thing ends. And she'll settle up Oakley and choose a direction. Right out. I think as you're leaving, Haru's like, Rachel, I... When do you get back? Rachel, you get about halfway to Medford when the black emptiness starts to fade and you start seeing a cloudy blue sky uh, reassert itself. Oh, thank Christ, she says. (laughs) Uh, But you turn around, you can see that it looks like there's this perfect uh, circle of empty blackness that is... Hovering right over Jacksonville, and give me uh, a notice roll. Notice. Great, Fitz actually did show up with some weird airship that he's designed. Five. <laughs> uh, you, you guesstimate it. You think that this is probably centered right over Flint's. Ah, oh, shit. Guess it's time to go. With the axe. Does this seem like a hell portal? Hmm. It doesn't not seem like a hell where, portal. Where have I ever described something similar to this? Uh, Rachel, you ride back into town after kind of establishing this is centered right over Jacksonville. When you get back to town, um, it kind of. It, it's very. Faint, very vague, very subtle, but everything has taken on almost kind of like a sepia tone. Are there any citizens left in town? Everyone is staying inside. Okay. I'm almost thinking I want to tell them to get out of town. Okay. I think she's going to, yeah, start going door to door. I wouldn't even go door to door, just start yelling. Flee to Medford, you know, get out of here. Yeah, she's going to ride, like, Oakley up the street and do, like, a sharp whistle with her fingers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just start, like, yelling out, like, um, folks, like, get on out of here, head to Medford. It ain't safe. Herod, if you want in on this, give me a battle roll to organize uh, the evacuation of Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, that's a simple... Simple success. All right. It's going to take uh, the better most of today to or- organize this and keep everyone from, from panicking. You're uh, Daisy, Haru, Rachel, you're probably riding patrols along the route to Medford just to make sure no one gets uh, ambushed by Wendigo. Yeah. Something else that starts happening that you start having to contend with are the transformations. 
As people are making their way, someone suddenly starts spasming and screaming and clawing at their face. And before you know it, they have transformed into a Wendigo and you have to put them down. We probably have to do this uh, to uh, a couple of people a couple dozen times throughout the day. People are terrified. Back in Jacksonville, everything starts to take on kind of a gritty, dusty texture as you're right around within the the influence of this uh, empty black sky. You're constantly have to knock dust off your shoulders. You gotta open a door. Uh, the doorknob is dusty. Dust shakes from the door itself. And you can't help but notice very slowly, very subtly, the circumference of this void is growing. And you've pointed out that it's hovering over Flint's yeah, like, Rachel centered. Would, she, as she's starting to call for evacuation, she would let everyone know what she saw in the well, it's time to go pay Mr. Flint a visit then. But, but the sky, does it look similar to the portal under the Cordoba residence? No. No. But Rachel and Haru, you have seen this black empty sky before. Oh shit. You saw it, Haru, when you died. This is the world you found yourself in. An empty dusty plain under a black starless sky the hunting grounds this is not good it does seem familiar we need to we need we need to do something we you know, it seems like maybe Elysian Cordoba might be opening a gateway to the hunting grounds or hell or something like that because I had a vision from Osiris last night. He said that, and he said that she was planning on using that thing again. Did he mention the Lemurians? He did not. I did not. Herod sighs as he realizes that's probably a credible vision. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking, we can maybe use this gate to send Moloch back to hell if we can find a way to send him through. Well, we're already using one evil force to face him. Why not use another? What's that supposed to mean? I mean, you are evil. You're just not that bad. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to understand, Daisy. Are you planning to strap a demon to your blimp and fly it into the big circle in the sky? My god, that sounds so awesome. I don't know what we gotta do, but if this is the Hellgate... Maybe we gotta find some way to send Moloch through it. Okay. <laughs> I mean... What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I feel like we should it's, go confront Paul. Yeah. yeah. It's getting pretty late. It's hard to tell what time of day it is, because uh, you're no longer really getting much of a read from the sky. You're losing light. Uh, but whether that's because of some effect of what's going on, or because... Uh, the sun's going down. It's hard to tell, but you're all feeling fatigued, like it's the end of the day. You you start to get ready to go confront Flint at the the at his place. Uh, you're probably uh, rallying at uh, the sheriff's office uh, when you find Edgar Pittman waiting for you at the door, standing outside oh, the I office. About him. 
Edgar. Hello. Didn't you not hear the calls for evacuation? You gotta get out of here. That would explain why there was no one else in town. I do live literally in a graveyard. Yeah, there's no sky, Edgar. Oh. I was wondering if I had perhaps lost track of time. My night terrors do still plague me so. Look, it's not safe here right now. You gotta get to Medford. Medford? Yeah. Well, before I do that, I have something that's probably of great concern to show all of you. At the graveyard. Oh, what now? It has. It, it involves blood, doesn't it? No, no, no blood. Good. Good. Let me guess. All the all the dead people have climbed up out of their graves, and now they're coming to fight us all off as well. Uh, no, Deputy Billy. Um... You did go a little Billy there. Well, that that, that time it was Billy. Billy in the sheriff's <laughs> office. <laughs> um, not completely. No. Can you share what it is, Edgar? I think it would be easier to show than tell. Okay, that, that's... Show, show away, show <laughs> away. Rachel does that thing where she like, grabs her gun like she's going to shoot someone, and then she's like, no, you can't shoot him, he's a civilian, and holsters it. I recovered from my usual uh, haze of inebriation, and... Found myself inspired. He's he's walking and talking uh, as as he's doing. He's leading you to the the graveyard. Found myself inspired for a new art piece. I got lost in in, in painting it. Are you just here to show us your new art piece? No, no. The, I mean, if you want to see it, uh, I, I I will show you. But maybe when everything's said and done, Pittman. Yes, I, I I have something else to show you, of course, but um, I had a vision of a man painfully stretched out across rocks as though he was turning into them, and I heard the ticking of clocks. It was very, very strange, very disturbing. He cried out in agony, absolute agony, but um, yes, so I, I, I got distracted painting this, trying to get the image out of my mind, hoping perhaps I can sleep one night without turning to the drink. Um, but then I went about my rounds and I found that one of the gravestones had been defiled. Broken, shattered, the coffin dug up and, and busted. Whose? Your friends. Your old friend, Macario's. That's odd. Um, especially since there wasn't really a body to yeah. bury. Yeah. <laughs> well, y- y- yes, I thought it, it was quite strange. So I began to check the rest of the graveyard, and I found that more graves had been disturbed. And you should you should just come and see. Come and see. He leads you to the graveyard. First, you see uh, Macario's grave. The tombstone has been shattered. Uh, the coffin broken up, and then it looks like the coffin was was bashed about in some sort of a fit of rage. And then Pittman leads you to uh, a more distant part of the graveyard, uh, kind of the place where 
criminals are buried uh, and those that aren't really well loved by the community and such don't really have much call to be visited and you see that there are five graves that have been dug up what are the names on them Naomi Bowman Arizona Red Arizona Crap I found these Like so The bodies are missing This just can't get any worse Can it I know it could We need to put that to rest right now It could still get very much worse The other things could definitely bad happen Yes Almost certainly Um what's going on with this guy then Is it not um, night? No. It's, it's it's early evening. Oh. Have you not looked at the sky all day? Uh, no. Okay, Edgar, when, if we survive all this, you're going to need to start leaving your house more. Talking to people, going <laughs> outside. Oh, no. <laughs> I will help you with your sleep when we get more supplies again. Mr. Matsuhara, I don't I don't wish you to take this the wrong way, but you are a contributor to my ongoing torment. Ah, uh, yes, I can understand how that might be a possibility. I saw you stand up out of your your coffin. Um I can't unsee that. Every time I look at you, I see your dead body just sitting up. Are you sure that's what you saw? You were the yes, first witness of my magician act? You are not a magician. <laughs> <laughs> Herod steps up at this point, having just uh, evacuated the last of the uh, citizens. Rumors of his death have been greatly exaggerated. Now, what are you all doing? <laughs> There's bodies rising from the dead here. You remember Naomi Bowman? Her body's missing. Seems like Moloch's going to make this interesting on us. Well, shit. <laughs> what do we do about this? I, I suppose just wait until they show up and then fight them? Are there any sort of tracks leading away, like showing where a shuffling zombie might have gone? Like towards Jacksonville or towards Medford? Give me a survival no. roll. No, hold on, hold on. I've got an idea. Now... Kennedy, you have the sharpest eyes among us. I know you can do this. Just take a very careful look. Battle roll. I also like to boost my trait. Okay. A plus one. With my support check. Which would be to the survival roll, not not the boost roll. Survival roll. Yeah. It seems I can get a skill in survival. So defaulting. Hey, it's a nine, so a raise. So that's a D6, plus one. Plus one. Five? You follow the tracks back into town to Flint's. Of course. Of course. Where does Ross keep that moonshine? I need some cloth, matches. Uh, There are armed... Uh, men standing at the windows, the doors, uh, looking out at you. Uh, everyone give me a notice roll. Snake eyes. Ooh. Five. 
Actually, give it another roll. 22. Uh, read the card you're playing. There. Uh, just lucky, I guess. Play to allow one of your posse to re-roll a critical failure. All right. Harrod playing an adventure card. Uh, six. Ten. I got a 22. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> what did you get? Five. Five. Daisy season. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything else to give you for the raises, but you are all keenly aware that there is a Gatling gun mounted on the roof of Flint's. Awesome sauce. And it's manned and currently aimed down at all y'all. Barrels aren't spinning yet, but uh, the intent is clear. The message is clear. Evening, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, one of the men on the roof kind of tips his hat and calls down. Evening. Is my sorry son of a bitch ex-husband in there? You're going to have to be more specific. I can't be. Well, some of us used to be married. Are you looking for the proprietor? Are you looking for one of us? Is Flint available? Ah, no, he is not. Tell him Rachel wants to see him outside alone. <laughs> I'll pass the message on, miss, but uh, don't, don't expect him to uh, follow through. I expect he will. Tell him I've got a deal for him. All right. I'll pass the word along. Haru glaring absolute daggers at Rachel. <laughs> you are not meeting this man alone. I refuse. Uh, all right. So that happens. I'm assuming you all head back to sheriff's the office. sheriff's office. Yeah. Um, Edgar Pittman has moved on. Uh, actually, he probably just stays in his shack in the graveyard. Of course. Unless you you do something to force him to evacuate. If he wants to be at ground zero, then that's his choice. This would be great for my paintings. Um, But you're you're stepping, uh, you're walking back to the sheriff's office when uh, you uh, get a whiff of a heavy stench of like wet fur. I I head out to the stables first because I figured it'd be probably hiding in there instead of the actual office. Uh, you go to the stables. You don't see anyone inside the stables. Um, but then Curtis Jernson steps uh, from around the the back of the room and says, "Hello, Curtis. You're uh, dare I ask, were you able to find Lau? You're oh, I didn't get married or." That's good. Yerp, 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 very good. You had me really worried, but there's a earnest hitter. And they didn't talk to me like me, but you understand me, just friend. Well, yeah, he's a spirit. Yerp. They mean more through thoughts and emotions than the actual words you're speaking. I didn't believe you. It's true. Harrod, you're standing there, slowly getting another migraine as you're listening to. to Curtis talk, and then from uh, out of the darkness, something big comes stepping forward. You see a nine-foot-tall, sh- shaggy, furry-looking humanoid. 
I'm going to have to dress down those agents. <laughs> and yeah, the rest of you recognize Lau. He also thinks Lemurians don't exist. Lau just kind of like... <laughs> like, like look, looks at Daisy, <laughs> looks at Herod, looks at Rachel, and just like gives, gives a shake of its head like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> Good to see you, Lau. It chuffs at you. I'm trying to imagine what that sound is. Uh, like a... Like a huffing like, breath? Like, yeah, like, like a bear sound. Just a, oh. yeah, yeah, something like that. Big black thing in the sky. I don't suppose you have any ideas of what we should do about that? It holds up its paws and then extends its claws. Fight. It makes eye contact with you, Herod, and kind of puts a... a massive paw on his chest and goes Lah. he puts his hand on his chest and says fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird Herod <laughs> Herod fucked should be here anytime. Well, I guess that's everyone who's going to be here then. There's something I want to try, though. See if Paul will agree to come out and talk with me or not. Paul never responds. Okay. I think Rachel just like stands on the porch of the sheriff's office and looks to see if he comes out. He never does. He never does. Eventually she'll go inside with a sigh. Lau kind of disappears off into the local forest. How much ghost rock can we get for the battle? I like where his head's at. I don't like where your head's at. And where's Jonathan? Is he... I'm assuming he's sticking around to help us, right? Yeah. Is he, or did he? Did you have him evacuate with everyone else? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Because he can good. be here. He'll he'll fight with you. This is. I have thoughts of like, yeah, he might actually want to be in on this fight, but at the same time, you know, he might be taking care of the people. I think he's going to be here for this. He's fight. He's going to be here for this fight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, this is his town. You're his wife. You're going to danger this time. He's much as he hates dealing with the supernatural bullshit. He's he's with you. Yeah, you know, being, becoming a if he survives this, he's a hero of the town, and that's good for his business. At some point, as uh, evening begins to set in, the light begins to fail. Uh, Sylvia shows up, nice. and then uh, finally, Kane shows up from his patrols and gathers everyone together in the sheriff's office. Billy's probably there. Are you assembling the Bailey boys, or are they staying in Medford? I think we want the Bailey boys in yeah. the final fight, right? We're going to want some moments of levity, I think, during the battle. I think they'll be there doing something. I think Billy's going to just go completely, like, hard on hard on them. Like, you boys straighten up. This is, this is damn serious. I'm not making any jokes. This is no fun. We're fighting evil. You just said you're going to go hard on them and the boys need to straighten up and then you said you weren't making jokes. <laughs> God damn it. Bailey boy strike again. <laughs> God damn it. 
Uh, yeah, everyone gathers together to share a, a pitiful meal of smoked horse meat. Um, Rachel keeps glancing towards the door. Um, it's like a, she's glancing over like every, I don't know, couple minutes or so. Like she's looking for someone. Did you use that bullet? I did. I kind of hoped it would have worked, but maybe not. Maybe maybe the distance was too far or the magic not strong enough. Anyways, well, I don't think we can count on seeing Malcolm. Well, seeing as how this may be our... Seeing as how we, um... This is where everything changes, hopefully, for the best. Um, Rachel, can I see you for a moment? Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's go to the stables. There's a bit of uh, privacy there. Uh, I'll meet you there in just a moment. As as you're attempting this, uh, Ross comes barging in and basically, you know, like, all right, everyone, let me get your attention front and center. Uh, Hold that thought, Haru. All right. We were uh, hoping we could get some more help in, but things are moving too quickly. As you may, he kind of looks over at the Bailey boys and says, or may not have gathered, something very wrong is going on. And the folks, he points out the window at the, uh, the former Jacksonville Inn, are at the heart of whatever is going on. We ain't got time to wait for reinforcements. Not anymore. Wendigo are surrounding this town, and the staff ain't holding them back no more. I don't know if that's got to do with the circus that ain't quite right in Medford, or with what's going on with the sky. But point is, we're out of time. Great speech, Ross. <laughs> he pauses. And then it says, I ain't sure what court of law would ever uh, prosecute us on account of all the weirdness going on, but we we ain't exactly got proof of uh, their wrongdoing other than uh, some, some real good gut instincts. So if you don't want to take part in this, because what we're going to be doing is probably going to be murder. I suggest you head to Medford and hunker down, and ain't no one gonna think less of you for doing so. But if you want to help fight evil, you stay the night. Tomorrow morning, we put an end to this. Any questions? Probably the Bailey boys start to raise their hands, but Billy glowers them into (laughs) silence. Everyone get rest, and tomorrow, we'll give them hell. Sean Bailey raises his hand, <laughs> in spite of Billy glaring at him. Yeah, Sean. Uh, Sheriff, uh, are we getting paid for this? No. Uh, no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, like I said, get some sleep. You're gonna need it. 
And Ross turns and, and takes up a watchful position uh, at the window to the sheriff's office. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Sound effects are by Plate Mail Games and BattleBards. Music by the Eaglestone Collective and Danheim. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. As always, thank you for joining us for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen. Thank you once again, and we'll catch you next time.